Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. It is the 22nd of January and we are well on our way into the new year. Yes, we are. Ellen and I are in the studio tonight. Hi, Ellen. How are you? Very well, thank you. And you? Um, I'm hanging in there. I mean, it, it's warming up. Yes, so thank goodness. It, it makes it a lot more bearable. Yeah, we've had two very beautiful days here in South Florida that after a lot of cold. Yeah. Although yeah. cold is relative, I know. Yeah, cold is relative. We're we're at we're at fifty seven and freezing where the rest of the world's at twenty two and they're warm. Or seven below. Yeah. So interestingly enough, when we were, when we were coming on air, I had a bunch of I had a bunch of paperwork in front of me, and the name of the article that I just handed to Ellen to read is how do you treat addiction when abstinence isn't an option? Now, that opens up a wide variety of stuff in my mind about um, different different addictions on my level of understanding, on my level of using. But I think this one is completely different. It's about it's about using your cell phone for gaming and, yeah, and stuff like that. And maybe that's is. something we want to read a little bit about so maybe we can either relate to it or kind of make some sense out of it with with our message. So you can go ahead and start reading sure. one a little bit. Treating addiction is never easy. Some psychologists do question whether abstinence is the only option. Conventional wisdom dictates that recovery is impossible without going to Turkey. Once they're sober, recovered alcoholics aim to stay sober. Once they're off drugs, for former opioid addicts don't casually use medicinal marijuana but instead work to stay clean for life. However, there are some new forms of behavioral addictions in which abstinence is quite simply impossible. And this is interesting. This the World Health Organization declared that it would officially recognize gaming disorder, and that's G-A-M-I-N-G, as a distinct mental health condition in the upcoming 11th International Classification of Diseases. Those who develop an an unhealthy relationship with games won't be able to avoid them entirely if they do try to cut back as games permeate the Internet and crop up quite unexpectedly on various websites. Who was it that um, classified that? World Health Organization. That's crazy that that, um, we have to rely on an organization to to let us know that that there's a serious problem with i see people in traffic and, they, and i don't know if they're taking if they're on facebook or it's yeah. some type of a social media even gaming yeah you know they could be playing a game going down when when it has when there's that problem so it's weird that like all of this stuff is like coming out to the front well, you know? the World Health Organization is the one that puts out the coding classification that has your favorite substance use disorder in it, rather than, you know, they want to change the the addiction into a substance use disorder. Oh, those are the sudsy people. Yeah, these are the yeah, sudsy okay, people. Okay, so that's, that's how it's them. getting classified. Yeah. The World Health Organization so, puts out the coding classification that's used around the world to 
for statistical purposes and in the U.S. also for billing. So, so that's what I'm saying. Now I look at now I look at that article in a completely different, yep. a completely different light. When you said that, you know, about the Sudsy people, it's all it's all monetary, and that's what they're <laughs> that's what they're doing. And and you know something, but the serious thing is is that we do have. A, a serious issue, and you, you could classify it as an addiction. With uh, you, you walk into a restaurant, you see families, and they're all face down on their phone. Yeah, you know, that's, all, that's very true. You yeah. could go anywhere, anytime, and that's what you're going to see. Yeah, I, I can remember my mother, who was also she's eight. She was on her phone. Yeah, we're all sitting in her living room, and we're all looking at our phones instead of talking to each other. Yeah, it's crazy. And she started yeah. laughing, and she said, "My grandmother would never have believed this." Yeah, <laughs> and there she and there she is, the matriarch doing the same thing. Yeah, but you know, the um, sadly, it, it it does affect how we. Um, exist in the world too because like I said there are people I see in traffic they're they're on their phone I used to see when I was driving when I was driving um up in the up in the roads in Massachusetts I, I'm sure I saw it here but it just just doesn't connect um people would be reading the paper yeah as they're driving yeah. to work and and that's crazy because it was stop and go traffic people would have the paper yeah, they so have you the know. paper to give you something to do well, yeah. I used to put my makeup on right um but now that we everybody has a computer in their hand right um it's kind of amazing to me how fast the internet just took over thing yes. literally took over the world i mean who had dating sites who had you know there and this article goes on to talk about the related phenomenon of internet addiction, it hasn't been, they haven't classified that yet, but internet addiction is a broad condition that includes an unhealthy relationship with online pornography, shopping, and social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, and how often do we look at Facebook, you know, just to see what's going on? I mean, to me, it's a wonderful tool because I've been able to reconnect with people that I knew as a kid. That on that I, aspect, yeah. yeah. That I never would have been able to find before, but then you know you can get in all these forums and mm-hmm. and you can kind of get lost. Oh, what about the individual that you connect with and you say, "Hey, I haven't seen you in thirty years," and you you know you you friend them and then they friend you back and start seeing them, and you're grateful that you hadn't known them for thirty years because they're right out <laughs> of everything they're running on on. On social media, you know, like uh, every little thing that happens in there, and I, I, I intentionally try to stay away from that aspect of it because it, it kind of it, it bothers me when I see somebody, you know, uh, that's none of my business. Yeah, you know, and uh, telling the world like we're speaking to the world right now about about our addiction and, um, you know. Or or your uh, your your addiction to addicts. Um, yeah, that's you know, definitely that's me. My, yeah, that's what stepdad said he gave me. I, it was like I don't know, fourth or fifth year getting a medallion, and um, I asked my mother to give me the medallion, and my stepdad gave me the cake, and he kept up. And my name is Bob, and I'm addicted to addicts because everybody in his family, for one form or another, has has. Yeah, and then what do you do? You can't. You know, stop loving people because no. they're sick. No. So it's, it makes it very, very difficult. It makes life very and, hard. And speaking of family and loving people, I texted my sister at the beginning of the show uh, to make sure that she was on. Um, I, I want to wish uh, my sister Karen a happy birthday tomorrow. 
Oh, happy birthday, um, Karen. So the world knows now, Karen, that you're going to be 60. Oh, senior citizen. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> so uh, happy birthday, Karen. I love you. And I'm sorry that I missed your party the other night, but due to the graces of social media, I got to see pictures on Facebook. I got to see some videos on Facebook. And... Um, I had no clue. And, and also there was some something else. Speaking of the, the social media aspect of how we live, um, yesterday uh, there was a service for someone who had passed away from the somebody that actually stayed at my house for a little while. And um, Ellen's daughter texted me or t- uh, sent me a message on Snapchat or something like that and said, are you coming over to the service? And I didn't know that it was a service. So fortunately enough, I threw on a, a pair of long pants and I ran over to the cemetery because it was only, you know, two miles down the road and I made it to the service. Now, I would have, if I would have found out the day after about that or if I would have found out, um, you know, any time later, I would have been upset that I didn't know. So I'm, I'm grateful that in one aspect that that, is there to immediately touch someone with texting or with Facebook or with Snapchat or however you, you know, Instagram or whatever. Um, it also has many, many drawbacks. Yeah, it, it can be intrusive. And and again, I'm blown away by how quickly the Internet took over our lives. I can remember back in the 90s and I was working for uh, an IT company only a few people that I was working with in development had it, and it you know it was it was weird and new, and nobody could believe that i I couldn't from looking at it then mm-hmm. have believed at the way the way that it literally took over the entire world I mean people in third world countries are able to listen to us oh yeah, yeah, you know i got the uh i got the um weekly uh, monitor and monitoring and it's funny i mean our the, the majority of our audience is in the united states united kingdom uh, the majority is in the united states and then it goes to ireland yeah and then it goes to the united kingdom and then we have you know spain the russia the um japan china those listeners aren't as um, prevalent, but the audiences in the United States and the United Kingdom are the numbers are always steadfast. So I don't necessarily know if translation-wise, we don't we don't make it to some of those countries right. like you said. But if you have if you have a transistor, if you have the internet, you can listen to our show even on demand. You don't have to listen live, but you can listen on demand. I and I do know that we have a major audience um, in in Ireland and in in England, so that that's that's heartwarming that somebody's listening over there and um, they listen live, so it's fun hours. So they're up late. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they're intentionally sitting up. Or taking a nap during the day so that they can listen to us. Yeah, that's and we something. do appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, but that's in my mind. I mean, they could be working and, <laughs> and it could just be accidentally on the computer. Who knows? But anyway, I mean, the, the the good the good thing about it is is that the the internet does have a lot of positive aspects to it, 
and it does have a lot of negative but i guess you have to take the negative with the positive a lot of this a lot of this um addiction that we deal with um you know like the the uh opioids and the alcohol and all that where, where we have our knowledge base i would say um there are positives around things to that as well you know and and to somebody might somebody might be saying right now what's the positive of of uh of alcohol addiction uh, you know of alcoholism well the positive is it is that you ultimately get to if you choose to get out of your own way and find out who you are ultimately exactly i I never, you know, there, there was something, um, there was, my sister just texted me. I thought she was going to say, I hate you because you said I was 60, <laughs> but 60 is going to be fabulous. She said, it says. is, it is. So I, I never, um, that I would come out the other side of it and have the understandings that I do. You know, I always thought that I, my, my mindset was always, yeah, I'll be that 80 year old guy sitting on a rocking chair and smoking weed and drinking a beer. I never and I can't even imagine you doing I never would have made it to 80. Right. I never would have made it to 80. And fortunately enough, when I decided to ask people to get me out of my own way, um, a lot of things started happening and a lot of things started making sense that I never, ever thought of before. And God willing, uh, the end of next month, April 28th, I'll celebrate 29 years clean wow. and sober. You know? That's amazing. Yeah. and um, It truly is a miracle. It is. No, it, it, it absolutely is. So, you know, because... Oh, I'm an addict. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm born to... Because I don't want to say that I was born an addict, but my first thought process was always in a situation I didn't like to use. And now, if if that ever comes up, which is which is few and far between, but if it ever comes up, immediately there's a, there's a, a pattern that that just kicks right into gear. That throws like a rolodex for you for everyone who doesn't know what a rolodex is. Is to the it throws like a bunch of the context right and into index cards in front of me with um all of the things that one i can lose and two i'll be looking forward to if i do just to pick up really yeah yeah and, and at the bottom line the bottom line when you when you stack all of those up it's really not worth it it's really oh, not that's worth interesting it. so you actually you know you actually see in your mind okay i want to use but Oh yeah, this 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 and this is going to happen. So I'm not going to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, really. And 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 for for me now, I, I mean, I don't know how anybody else processes. Yeah, processes it. Um, but my mind gets me immediately to homeless, helpless, and loveless again. Yeah. Immediately. Now it. Now it. You. I used to have. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'll give up that. Uh, okay. Well, now I want to give up that, and I would that fight in yeah. my. Now I immediately go to homeless, helpless, and loveless, and I don't want to be there. I look around and and I absolutely don't want to be there. Who's right. going to take care of my dogs? Exactly. When you said what you're going to lose, my first thought was your dogs. Yeah, my your cat is completely in your different. house. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, you lose your family, you lose everything. Yeah. But, 
the disease is so powerful that. Well, see, the thing is, is that you know, I just use that word "lose." I would I would walk away from that, and I'm not willing to do that. Or it would you know? fall away from you because yeah, the I would drugs walk away from it. And, and I, I've I've come too far to turn my back on me to do that to myself. Right. You know, and, and to the people that I love, and and um, you know, I'm just I'm just really. Uh, grateful that I can get out of my own way and allow that process to work because that process took 10 or 11 years. So people with, you know, people with time, just, you know, if you're frustrated, don't give up because, because you go through, you go through plateaus, you go through hills, you go through valleys, everything is great. Everything sucks. Everything's great. Everything sucks. You, You flatten out. And then all of a sudden, everything starts making sense. And all of a sudden, the things that you thought were important are no longer important. And, you know, protecting people's lives and, and the people that are around you that that care about you and love you, that those are the more important things. I, I, could, I, I, I couldn't give that away today because that's the greatest gift that was given to me the last time that I chose to use I had no idea what was in store for me. I had no idea you and I would be sitting here tonight, January 22nd, 2018, at 8.19 p.m. talking about this. No idea. So get out of your own way. If you're out there and you're considering putting your substance down and and see what comes up next, you know, uh, give us a call. 866-472-5792, 866-472-5792, 866-472-5792, be part of the solution. We'll be back in a moment. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Like many of us, do you feel constantly tired or run down? Weight gain, sugar addiction, stress, and other health issues wear down our bodies and our spirit. You can take control of these and get yourself back on track. Tune into Living Life Naturally with host Lynn Wadsworth. Lynn can help you lower or get rid of migraines, help you maintain a healthy weight, deal with hormone imbalances, and more. Listen live every Friday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. 
You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, welcome back to Miracles in Recovery. We were talking about recovery, of course, and addiction and everything like that. And um, if you would like to be uh, on our show, Ellen's going to read something um, tell you how to do it. If you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show, please send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. We will send you an information packet on how to schedule a time for you to be on the show so that we can focus on what you have to bring to the recovery community. And we've had, we've had some really great interviews. So and we have some coming up. We have, a, we have a few coming up that I haven't, I'm, I'm not uh, sharing as of yet because I don't have solid dates for them. But there's a couple of authors of books that were, you know, like gangbangers that are now um, doing the right thing and counselors and stuff like that. So uh, we do have some upcoming shows that will be interesting, and I will make sure that I get that information out to the public and, uh, when it comes. But, you know, this is our um, Facebook page we were talking about, um, social media, at Miracles in Recovery. And, um, you know, either send us a message or, like the lady said, send a, uh, an email to raymiraclesrecovery.org with some suggestions. And, and we'll definitely uh, consider what it is that you would like to hear. And, and more than likely, we'll, we'll share about it. We'll find someone who um, has the knowledge if it's something that we don't know anything about. Uh, we actually had a, um, a gambler on her, if you yes, remember. Yes, we did. Uh, she mm-hmm. made a huge impression on me, too. Yeah, yeah. That was a very interesting interview because I had never thought about that. And what's the book? It's right over there. It's, it's uh, not, not over there. It's up, it's up standing up. Uh, let's see. Kathy Lyons. Is that up there? Addicted to Dimes. Addicted, Addicted to Dimes. Addicted to Dimes. That's the name of the book. We'll, we'll have her on again, too. She was she was a very good Yeah, uh, Catherine Townsend Lyon. Yeah. L-Y-O-N. She was, that was a very interesting interview. I had no idea that it, I mean, it it sounded like it was as bad. As oh, a, yeah. I, I saw, I saw this, uh, I saw this PBS special or something like that, and it was about, I don't want to say justifying gambling addiction, but it was, it was almost like uh, wanting to show the public that, yes, gambling is an addiction as well. And what they did was they sat a gentleman in the room who was a proclaimed uh, gambling addict, and they put a phone, and they let him watch two or three TVs. And it was a horse race, dog race, and something else, a basketball game or something. And... They had they had him wired up, and every time that he felt the need to uh, place a bet, all he do was pick up the phone. Yeah. Say you know, uh, Dirty Harry in the seventh in the dog race or, or something like that. And when when race ended, his heartbeat started going because he knew that there was another one coming. 
right? And and surely all of his signs started raising up. All I had to do was pick up the phone and say, uh, put 20 on dog number five, and all his symptoms would go back down again. That is so weird. Yep. The race would go on. His vital signs would stay normal until the end, and then they would start going back up again. So... With that, with that, they were saying that look, look at look at the cycle, look at the cycle of addiction that an addict or an alcoholic goes through physically. This individual is mentally putting his body through the same through the, through the same, same cycle. process through yeah. the same yeah, and that's ultimately I guess how they got funding for gambling addiction as well, which is which ultimately I don't I don't fault people for for for. Um, getting funding for things like that. I just think it's a stretch when they start changing names and all of that for classification. <laughs> well, one of the purposes. things that Catherine said that I thought was very interesting was that she actually went through a physical withdrawal process that yeah. was very intense and painful. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? like with this, this guy was probably the same thing. Yeah. I mean, with his vitals doing yes. that. Yeah, it, so it your body withdrawal. actually goes through withdrawal from, you know, doing the, you know, whatever you do with it and all exactly. of that, stealing. Exactly. I mean, it. it's just strange how... Yeah how all of these things affect us as human beings. And we also, uh, speaking of who are coming on the air, we also have our bug guy coming on. He does your oh, house. Yeah. He did your house. He did my house. Um, a dear friend of ours named Bill wrote a book about my journey through the 12 steps or something like that. And he'll be on. He'll be actually in the studio um, with us talking about his book. His book, his book is supposed to be released next week. And hopefully we can have him in um, shortly after that. Yeah, he's a wonderful guy. He is. He is. He he, he has an accent like I do because he's from he's from. <laughs> yeah, nobody has one like mine. <laughs> no, well, yeah, yeah, chipmunks too. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Ray. <laughs> but uh, no, he's from he's from the Boston area as well. He's actually right from Boston, and um, so he'll he'll be in the studio with us talking about his book. So. If you do have anything that you would like to reach out to us and share over the airwaves, by all means, give us a call, 866-472-4792, or call me off the air at 855-STOP-USING. That goes directly to my cell phone, and we can set up a time for you to come on if we have to do it remotely or if we have to do it at an off time we can set it up to uh, tape it and play it during our live hour perfect so this sounds like um, we're going to have a very exciting winter coming up and Mm. hopefully everybody will keep listening and we'll get some people who are interested in coming on the air with us and sharing whatever you're doing to help the the people in the addiction community and I kind of hate to call it that but but it is sort of a community and you know with people in various stages of the disease and then people like like you Ray who mm-hmm. found the, found your way out are still reaching out to the people that are still down there you know and that's the thing you know it's funny that you said community and that that word like never 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 uh, wavers in, in in any way in my mind because because it's a disease of aloneness mm-hmm. that ultimately when you're ultimately um, fortunate enough to, to, to put it down and, and, and ask for help, the community is there to do it. It's, right. it's, it's a we it's a we process at that point, you know, and um, I don't actively 
chase after people to solve all my problems to feel like I used to because of the awarenesses that they showed me I had. Um, so I get to use them as as an adult in in, in society today. But when when it, when there's a problem, you know, and when there's when there's happiness, I share that as well because if all I did was share about my problems, that's all I would be in is my problems. Right. And that's not, you know, I walk outside my door and it's, it's beautiful. And I would never have even given, a few people have walked out this door and hadn't seen, and haven't seen the beauty because they were still in active addiction. Boom, zoom, right from the street. Yeah. Today I look around and I'm like, wow, it's, it's, I live in Florida. This is, this is beautiful. It is beautiful. You know? Sunny, bright, you got a lake right outside your house. Yeah. You know, gorgeous. I own the property across the street right now. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. So, I mean, you know, good things. Good things happen when. Not always. I just, I just corrected myself. I was going to say good things happen when you do the right thing. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to happen every single time. Right. But. It gives you a better awareness and a better understanding, a better um, acceptability when it doesn't go your way. You know, if you expect everything to go your way, you're in the wrong business because it doesn't happen that well, way. Well, I kind of do or did for most of my life, and, and you know, you're right. It has life, life is a marathon, not a sprint, and no matter. You know, no matter where you are in life, there are going to be problems. You know, it's just part of being human, I think. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, some, sometimes things are harder than other times. And it's important, I think, to always find things to be grateful for no matter what you're going through. And it can be very difficult. But finding, finding a way to find at least one thing a day that you can say thank you for. And for me, like today, the sun was out. I'm so grateful for that. Oh, right. You know, and, and, and I had the cleaning lady here, and I'm so grateful for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I got to run around with, I'm gonna, I get to run around with dogs, and, and um, you know, those are the things. The little things, right? just the little things that you don't right. think of, you know, if you're running through your day or, you know, if you're really down and out and, and only obsessing about one thing, you, you saw the the good things, I think, that the life. Is is there for? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And you know, I it, I remember that I lived in a beautiful setting, but I had no idea where I was because I was so disconnected. It was me, myself, and I, and it was everybody else's fault, and it was, you know, I was the victim, and and everybody else was, I was focusing on all the wrong things, and it was because I was in active addiction. And and the thing is, is that being in active addiction, you, 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 you don't even get to look at any of the beauty that's around you because you're focused on one thing. And one thing only. And for me, that was next. And when I say next, I mean, I, as soon as I was done doing what I was doing, I was scheming for the next one. And um, 
I, I, I can put myself and my mind back in that spot, and it's such a scary place to be today. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and you know, it, my Rolex car. As a family, you know, you just, you become disconnected, too, and, and there is such a, a feeling of despair because there's nothing you can do to help. There is nothing you can do, really, except, you know, wait, pray, hope. Mm-hmm. And detach from from the madness and the drama, and it's very very hard to do, especially as a parent, you know. Yeah. Because you just you know you want to save, you want to save, you know you want to save your child, and and sometimes you just can't, and sometimes letting them go is the best thing you can do, but it's very very difficult. I was I was never particularly good at that one, I, and I don't think I would be either. I I become, I mean maybe with well. Proven case in point, you know, with all of the armed with all of the um, knowledge that I had, I still wasn't able to just let go. Yeah, it's hard. And yeah, it's very hard. You see, you see this person, and you know that they're capable of wonderful things. Uh They just stop, and it's so hard to understand that they just can't. They just can't, and. And that's the difficulty for me. You know, they have to make the decision on their own, mm-hmm. in their own time, in their own way as to, yeah, I'm going to stop and how I'm going to do it. Right. And, you know, it's it's that word can't. I mean, it's that's a that's a tough word because when I held on to that word as a as a crutch, as a tool, when I was actively using that, I can't um, that just led me into the next day and the next day and the next day. I physically and mentally couldn't get out of my own way. I could have stopped because I did. Every time I used, there were times when I didn't get to get to the next place when I needed it. So I was physically on my way to um, going through withdrawal. I would go through yeah, withdrawal. Yeah, I mean, isn't that the big fear? You're going to go through withdrawal, yeah. so you have to get the next. Yeah, so the word can't really is kind of um, kind of a funny word, for, for me anyway. Oh, oh, I agree, yeah, and yeah. I couldn't think of a better one when I said yeah, it. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can, but it's... You can the, because millions did. Yeah, the difficulty yeah. is in convincing yourself that to you can. To get out of your think. own way. Yeah. It's, not about, it's not about can't, it's about getting out of your own way. You know, voiding your thought processes, because my thought process... Like I said earlier in the show, I would have been 80 years old sitting in a rocking chair, smoking weed, and drinking a beer, and that's just that's just asinine. That that makes no sense whatsoever. And it's right? not and you anymore. No, and jokingly, when I was when I was out there active, um, saying when I was homeless, helpless, loveless, jobless, whateverless. Um, I remember when I was a kid, you know, the kids in the neighborhood, I want to be a firefighter, I want to be a cop, I want to be a, you know, and none of them ever made it. Really? I jokingly said, I want to be a loser, and (laughs) I beat that rap, no problem, you know, and really when I look back at that, that was just my negative thought process, my negative justification of where I was. I didn't never want to be a loser. No, nobody you know, does. Nobody does. I mean, I accepted that. I accepted that as a um, way of life. I accepted being a second-class citizen for, you know, X amount of years. And today, I, I, I'm glad that I have that memory, but I'm grateful 
that I'm closer to 29 years clean than I am to two days. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Big, yeah. big change. Big process. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. It, do, it doesn't mean that just because you're doing this and you're struggling, don't get out. Don't give up. Get out of your own way. Call someone. Say help. Even go into some kind of social media, if that's what you're into. Uh, there's all these different things on Facebook. You can just say, hey, I'm having a problem and I need help. And and. Hundreds of people are going to jump on that reply. They may not tell you what you want to hear, or they may not give you the answer that you're looking for, but if you read them, a lot of them will help you get out of your own way, and that's what you need to do is get out of your own way. And And I think you're right. There are an awful lot of people, especially on social media, who will help you, you know, who will move heaven and earth to try to help you, whether you have... No means to get help, you know, and I'm talking about things like rehab, halfway houses, right. places to go. There are, there are people who will work very, very hard to help you find some place that, that can help you. Right, and, and you know, the perfect case we have one all the time, David Vessel. Mm-hmm. He always says, reach out to me, and, you know, and there were a couple of other people that we've had on um, in the past that um, – put their stuff out there so that people could reach them if they were looking for any type of services. Um, so there are people out there that will that, that have the willingness to help. Or what you can do is just dial 866-472-5792. You don't necessarily have to go on the air. The engineer will take your information and I'll call you back after the show if that's what you want to do. 866-472-5792. Leave your information and one of us will call you back. Or you can call 855 Stop Using. That'll go to my um, cell phone after the show. And we can get you the answers or the information that you need. And with that, we'll be back in a few minutes. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Sometimes it just seems that nobody understands. There's one individual who can help. If you're living with somebody who faces challenges such as autism, Asperger's, or other exceptional needs, you'll want to tune into Solutions and Strategies with Dr. Sean. Living the Challenge. Together, we'll uncover a variety of solutions to the challenges faced by individuals, their families, and teachers. Listen live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now, your baby is in your arms, and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice. Much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We got the power to change the world. 
your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, welcome back. Dial 866-472-5792. I was on my phone, actually. I was, I was, uh, I was acting out on my uh, social media addiction, I there guess. There you go. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this, another article, I mean, that we can talk about real quick. Uh, doctors overseeing CBD oil study faces medical charges. Now, I didn't even know that... Um, it was medicinal in the aspect that they could bill for it. What is what does CBD stand for? Do we know? I had to ask me that. I do know what it is, but I just don't know. Oh, cannabinoid. 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 Uh, oil. Uh, CB. Cannabinoid. CB. And I don't know what the D is, but. Anyway, you, you just caught me totally off guard here. Oh, but I'm anyway. sorry. I didn't mean to do that. No, no. I thought you meant hey, Cannabin, cannab- job. Cannabin somebody, oil. Somebody, oh. somebody text me what that stands for. Okay, but yeah, let me see. If uh, According to federal complaint, Salt Lake City U.S. Court um, allegedly billed, oh, said, said Bountiful. I don't know what that is. Bountiful is a, uh, must be a doctor's name. Uh, allegedly billed Medicare 80 times from February 2002 to July 2014 for visits to nursing home patients outside of Utah and three forty two thirty uh, four thousand two hundred thirty in overpayments as a result. Um, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know it was something that you could bill for. No, I didn't either. I mean, it must be state because it's all regulated by state. Right. I do know that in California, you can buy it at one of the um, um, bodegas or whatever it is that they call them there. Uh, one of the, sh- the places where we can buy uh, medical marijuana. Right. You can also buy CBD oil um, because I have spoken to people that. Uh, live in San Francisco and and Sacramento and all of that. And San Francisco, um, they use quite a bit of it for addiction, anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe people just don't feel comfortable smoking weed or they get a, a reverse or an adverse reaction to it. So they do CBD oil, and and it and it seems to work. So, but I don't know enough about it to be to yay or nay it. Um, it seems to be fairly benign as far as side effects. You know, making you 
high, for lack mm-hmm. of a better word. Um, it, it it seems to have more of a, from what I've read, you know, I did do a tiny bit of research on it, and it seems to have more of a medicinal effect than anything else. Yeah. So you know, well, because it's because it's boiled down, it's t- the THC is taken out of right. it. So right. It's, so you're the not part of it that high. makes you high yeah. isn't in it. It's just you you get. I mean, you must get some kind of effect, I would imagine, because it's a marijuana plant. You must be getting some. It, takes, it does take the THC out. I did see some where it said, you know, CBD oil, certain percent, THC level, certain percent. It's like two to one, three to one, five to one. So I guess there is that thing where you can get the calming effect as well. And right. maybe that's where you use it for. I would love to have somebody on that has, has, has a good knowledge base on it. To yeah, be able to too. share that message because, like, one, I, one, I do know that there's a lot of scams out there, and you're buying crap if you're buying it online, from what I hear. And um, I, it's always funny because when I say from here, it's from somebody. So yeah, yeah. I tried it. That's <laughs> absolutely not true. But um, I do know that it has a a. Um, reason and and they use it with cancer people and they use it with people who are going through you know that have anxiety and all that and and i think from studies there was actually but i think it was thc i'm not sure but there was somebody who had parkinson's disease mm-hmm. and it's a it's a video on youtube yeah. and i think you Where, can look it up yeah you and, literally see this person having terrible tremors and then they you know they get a ingest of whatever it is and, and they're um, yeah I mean, you know, and and you know that that's and it's, it's so much better that's, than yeah. some of the other. You know, and I don't mean to bash drugs or the drug industry. I mean, well, sometimes I do, but yeah. I, I don't want to say if you know if you're taking psych, maybe you need to. But I have found them personally to be detrimental rather than helpful. And I would think if you have something that's more natural, maybe less addictive uh, than some of the other anti-anxiety drugs that you can get with a prescription from a pharmacy that you might be doing a little bit better to use something like this. I don't know. I don't have any experience with it, but the other drugs to me are kind of dangerous, and this sounds a little more benign and hopefully more helpful to people. I don't know. Okay, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. I just looked on my phone. It says cannabinoids are found in many plants, but are most commonly linked to yeah, really? Right. Unlike other cannabinoids, such as THC, CBD does not produce a euphoric high or psychoactive effect. This is because CBD does not affect the same receptors as THC. There huh. you go. All those brain receptors. Yeah, so I guess, um, you know, benefits include acting as an anti-inflammatory, anti-convulsant, anti- antioxidant, a lot of antis in there. Yeah, like the antioxidant. So, Maybe I need it. Yeah, and the anti-inflammatory and, you know. So I, I, I think that we're going in the right direction with I – was, I was a staunch opposer, and I'm sure that there's probably people out there that are listening that had my point of view that um, marijuana could be used as a gateway drug to right. open up – um, your receptors to using other things because while you're using marijuana, you're not in your full state of consciousness, I don't think. So I, did marijuana send me to heroin? 
I, I doubt it. But using marijuana, just well, I said, well, hey, I, I, I did that. I guess I can do this. Um, so is that a gateway? I, I don't know. It could be. I, that, that's up to you. I to think it depends on whether you, you, yeah. you have the capacity to become addicted to something right. anyway. And, you know, I do know people who have become hooked on it, and it isn't a good thing. Oh no, no, no! It isn't because because it. But takes but by the same token, than, you know how many people have been, how many people have died from a marijuana overdose? Mm-hmm. I don't think too many, maybe none. But ultimately, what what I'm getting at is now that you know technology has gotten that much greater than just buying uh, a joint across the street from the high school. Yeah. Now we're looking into medicinal reasons why marijuana works that much better than even all of these opioids that they're yeah. prescribing. And, and, the, and, the and it's, the least, we're getting. it's the least harmful to you. Well, I mean, granted, there are people that that get hooked on it and they have to have it and they can't be can't can't to function in society without it, but. But if there's but if there's a way to be able to help the majority of society, I think there's even there's even research going on now where they're taking CBD oils and they're taking all of these other things like you know like marijuana, and they're processing active addicts and alcoholics to right. to get to the other side. Exactly. So is is that a good or a bad thing? I don't know. Tim will tell. But I think that society today. I walk in saying I smoke weed. Um, I think I would be more readily accepted and morally accepted than if I say, hey, guess what? I shoot heroin. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, you know that, that's it's always been that way. But that means, that means even in Congress and, and in where they make the laws, people are more receptive and open to marijuana than they are to yes, illicit drugs. Yes, it is obviously less dangerous. Well, yeah, you could have that argument too, but um, my my understanding of it, your understanding of it, yes, it is less dangerous. Uh, somebody who lost their child to to you know they were all weeded up and hit a pole because they weren't well, paying that, attention. That is true. It's not as less dangerous at that point. Um, and and you know my brother was a judge in Alaska, and he told me. That it's legal there now for recreational use. And he said they're getting a lot of DUIs, you know, marijuana. Oh, yeah, but, they, they, you know, you probably would um, here. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're looking for them everywhere. But he, he saw a huge uptick once oh, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they well, legalized that's, that's, it well, because like, they've got places where you can go and, and you know, partake. Yeah. Well, I mean, they have, like, smoky bars and Okay, so, so you like know, a, it's like yeah. a bar only you're you're doing marijuana instead of drinking. I was in I was in Denmark and we we went into a hash bar. Yeah, and all you could do you couldn't you could you could buy hash, but you couldn't buy alcohol. Yeah, you could buy orange juice or apple juice or some some form of juice, and you would just you wouldn't you didn't even have to buy anything because you'd go in there and the smoke would get you high. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy, but. Um, I just lost my train of thought. I just put myself back in Denmark in, in 1983. <laughs> um, you know, the, I, I think today's medicine 
or shall I say today's medicinal marijuana is working towards a positive route with the other vans and not I mean like like taking the THC out of it so you're getting the effect of all of the antioxidants and anticoagulants and anti yeah, all uh, the good stuff all the good stuff without getting the high right so you can you can be a productive member of society and not have to sit home and eat Cheetos all day long because you're all weeded out right exactly yeah. and, and I think you know they're they're growing different varieties of it now mm-hmm. for specific purposes. You know, there's a lot of research happening. Right. I think it's a good thing. I think it's good that we're getting back to or away from chemicals toward something more organic because it's a plant. Yeah. 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 It's, it's but they, found can, in they can chemically they can chemically alter that plant. That's that's the scary thing about it. Well, you know yeah. I mean, I, mean yeah. I guess you can modify anything. Yeah, you can do. Yeah, unless it's organic, then. But um, I would love to have someone come on and that has the knowledge, um, and maybe I'm going to stick that out on the on the uh, Facebook page to see if we can't get somebody to come in and be knowledgeable be about it. I'm sure what you hear will, will blow you away because because you know just even these like small little articles that I I have like Google alerts on my phone and and I kind of thumb through the CBD oil thing. A lot of them are kind of nonsense, but some of them. Real short, and they make a lot of sense. And it's about it's about not growing the industry, but it's about medicinally helping people. And I would love to have someone come in and be able to share a knowledge point on what it is, so that I could either say this segment that I'm talking about it, I was all wet, or I, my thought process is in the right in the right direction. Yeah, it would be very interesting to hear yeah. more about that because. You know, as I get older, I start thinking about, you know, am I going to have to go on medication, things like that. And it would be nice not to have to worry as much. And, you know, to have something natural, something different than what we've been offered that, that seem to be hurting people a lot more than helping them in a lot of ways. You know? <laughs> My mother just called in and we minute left ah. <laughs> we only have a minute left so we're going to have to bank that until uh until next week sorry mom she's she's on hold i'm sure listening um oh. but i want to end the show with uh, another shout out to my sister karen who has a birthday tomorrow and i've been with her for right oh, well, so you're no. the little brother well yeah well the first little brother she has there's seven of us all together. Um, but, yeah, so she's the leader of the pack. There's girls at either end and five in the middle, five boys in the middle. Um, but I've been with her for 58 of them. Um, I remember almost all of them. There was a time there where I, where it's a little bit cloudy, but we only have 30 seconds left. So, um, Ellen, say good night. Good night, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful week. Please let us know how you're doing. And with Miracles in Recovery... Hope is in your corner. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.